0: welcome to dad show dad show Mm -hmm. in
1: brackets in brackets to be replaced or are we gonna keep that is that it i mean are we doing i don't know i
0: keep asking for (laughs) that's literally what the brackets mean. It means that put something real inside these brackets, but so far it's dad show and it's showed up on iTunes. I don't know if you guys saw that. What? All the kids are talking about it.
1: I know that man.
0: (laughs) It's on iTunes. It's on Spotify. And, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Dad show the podcast where two 40 year olds and one young whippersnapper.
1: (laughs) 39 for life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Talk about how much life has changed since, uh, since the kids came around. Actually, that's going to be the big uh, the big theme today. With cool. me today, I've got, well, I'm Ryan, first of all, just to make sure everybody knows. I don't want anybody to not know who I am. I'm Ryan. Um, I live in Provo, freaking Utah. <laughs> and I'm 6'2". <laughs> dad,
1: dad capital of the world, probably. Uh,
0: with me tonight, I've got Adam. Adam is uh, perched on a cliff. Overlooking the Great Salt Lake as we speak right
1: now. <laughs> we got some good, good diversity on this crew. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Look, the mighty Salt Lake is looking fine tonight.
0: Can you? You can literally see it from where you're sitting, right? Can't you?
1: Yeah. Although it's kind of, I think. Like there's so many people here now that they're kind of just use up all the rivers. So I think it's getting smaller and smaller every year. Yeah. So eventually it's just going to be all salt out there. No, no lake. Oh, gotcha.
2: So that, from, that's where uh, the second coming is going to be coming from. So you're going to have like a, a solid, <laughs> a solid vantage point. I'm pretty excited about that. <laughs> so
0: from from the mountains of northern utah to the plains of western colorado we've got josh josh is uh okay crouched in a bedroom wearing mm-hmm. pink headphones yep probably already woken up one of his kids but how are you
2: doing josh Good. You're right. I I have issues um knowing my own volume even when I don't have headphones. So yeah, there's a solid chance the kids are waking up really, really soon. <laughs> but uh it's just it's worth it, you know? And I do have to correct you, we are not in the plains, we are in the high desert of Western high desert. Colorado. High desert, yeah. It's high like desert. 4800 feet up here.
0: So more likely to run into have a run in with a coyote than an antelope.
2: We actually yeah. have both here. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. He doesn't mess around with you
1: know mm-hmm. planes trash. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody else can do that podcast. All I know
0: is that when I've driven through there, it just
2: seems like you can just see forever. You can. That's fair. So. It's a big desert. It's a big valley. So
1: yeah. yeah. Yep, but you i've seen your 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 pictures of your runs it looks like you're straight in the grand canyon and you're like oh yeah this is, this is across the street so i mean it looks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: it yeah. looks majestic no that's it is majestic that's fair if you're driving on the highway it looks deserty if you go up to where i live 15 minutes off the highway it looks majestic canyon country so both true both true it's
0: uh it's a tapestry of the beautiful Western, um, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it's it's, it's, okay. it's, it's just a pretty place. Clean
1: it up in yeah. post here, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's all I do. I don't know if you guys know, just listening to the last one that like my, all of my parts are like two words. Cause I, I end up cutting out most of what I say anyway. Okay. So you're basically, you're basically responding just randomly to things. Like if you, if you answer questions, I say, because I'll definitely cut out everything that I've just <laughs> said. Okay.
1: Perfect. Uh, well, just, can we record just like a couple of things and you can just cut them and put them wherever. So we could just be like, yeah, good one good point there and then you can just put that wherever it makes sense you know i just
0: i just spend the first hour just making about a bunch of sounds and then like i just kind of you know cut them together to make words so i don't even really have to say anything i'm just here you know my feed's just going just so you guys have something to respond to okay Uh, (laughs) so today uh well here's the thing so i i I know we, we've talked about this is going to be kind of just us, just an us thing. And like, nobody really, doesn't really matter if anybody listens. Um, mm-hmm. But I did, I did, uh, when I, when I record things, I send them to people. So I sent, mm-hmm. I sent the last episode to people. And uh, one of the, one of the feedback notes that I got was that, uh, although you guys are funny, nobody knows much about you I didn't do a very good job of introducing you and um, so we want to true. spend a little bit of time like finding out I mean I think that the, the reason we did that is because we know that this is mostly for us and the random chance that someone who doesn't know us is listening to this is weirder than <laughs> than uh, if we didn't you know like there's what are the chances of someone listening to this um, I was surprised though as I was looking through uh, I was posting this in different places I was assuming that uh, our title of dad show would be one of a hundred, but it's the only one. So what? somehow we, we, yeah. In I fact, know. the other one was, was, a, was a test that I put up like a year ago for this. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: But yeah. this is an underserved uh, constituency here.
0: It's well, there's a lot of shows that are like four dads or by dads or dads doing this or whatever. And so I know that's <laughs> not, that's not like, you know, I don't know what we completely are are, are, are completely original. Dads that, of the summer. Regard yeah <laughs> it's an old dad summer coming up but uh but yeah so i think i mean well i think we kind of established like what we're here to do um i just want to maybe get a little bit more about like who you guys are um cool i don't want to like totally dox you and like tell people where to find you or like what you exactly do or how you look or you know where you're uh where you walk your dogs or whatever but let's get to know just a little bit more about you adam Adam is a, is a tech man. He's a tech, uh, he's, uh, he spent most of his, his, uh, adult life living in Silicon Valley, working for various gigantic corporations that are, (laughs) that are effectively sucking the soul out of the human race.
2: Um, (laughs) What's
0: your your role in that? If you don't have to be too specific, what do you, how how do you, I don't know. How would you define how you, uh, how you spend your days? You know, um, yeah, interesting,
1: because I, I mean, we introduce ourselves as being kind of in the Intermountain West, um, but uh, not that long ago, I was out in the Bay Area. We've had been there for 15 years, basically. Wow. Before I got married, I moved out there. I was working in San Francisco and then um, and then moved to a tech company in the area. I don't speak for the tech company, so I'm not going to get all into that, but you know, it is a weird, it is a little bit weird because I think, uh, you know, technology is definitely affecting all of our personal lives. And, uh, and so it's just a little bit strange because I know that some of the stuff that we work on is like, is it net positive? Is it net negative? I mean, it depends on how you look at it. Um, but I, uh, it's great. I mean, I, I mean, I've I've loved working out there. We moved kind of for family reasons, um, and luckily, pandemic-wise, I think um, still able to have same job, same kind of consistency. But um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of uh, technology is something I think about a lot because because of my job, kind of, but just generally because I feel like. I, I am a little worried about how it affects like (laughs) how we relate to one another. Um, and so it definitely needs to be put behind its own limits, uh, or else, uh, goodbye, (laughs) goodbye, sweet America. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, generally, I mean, we, we've known each other since college. Um, and so basically last time I saw you or no, last time we were hanging out regularly, Um, I went from there to, to the Bay area and have been there ever since. And then now I'm back in, in Utah area, I grew up in San Diego. So, um, I've been a coast person all my life and I'm just trying to get used to being this far from the ocean. And it's a little weird (laughs) for, it's a little weird for me, actually. I'm getting used to it. I've only been doing it a few months now, but, um, yeah, that's me. What else do I need to go further or we throw <laughs> well, we're gonna, it to Josh?
0: We're going to get we're going to we're gonna like flesh out that just a little bit, but let's get, let's get to know. I mean, that's Adam there. I don't know if you need to know anything more about him. That's basically everything you need to know. Right No, we'll, we'll, get to, we'll get into some yeah. more stuff, but let's go, let's go over to, let's, let's, let's throw it over to Josh here. Josh, um, okay. uh, Josh is also, um, Josh and Adam and I lived together in a house in college and this was, man, what year was that? So, we're talking about 16, 17 years ago, I think, is when we lived together. Right. Uh, I would say <clears throat>
2: 2007. Uh, s- no, 2006. I think it was no, no, no six, Before that, four,
1: before five, that. six area. I got married yeah, yeah. in 2006. So, it was. Oh my five. gosh. So, I think it was 2004 oh, actually oh, when, we
0: lived, when we lived together in the house. Oh, no, it was first, 2004. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 First thing I said was that. Because. I mean, the the whole history, Josh didn't live, didn't move to a, with sure. us. you true. You were just for, there for a year, um, mm-hmm. but that was 2004, I think. So um, what is that? 16 years ago? It's almost 17 years ago. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, so Josh, since then, Josh is, uh, he graduated against all odds. <laughs> then he went back. <laughs> he went back to school and got his, his, uh, his bachelor's degree. And then he was a, then, then in uh actually explain that, explain where your, where your expertise is, as far okay. as education. Yeah.
2: Yes, so I got a master's in social work with an uh, emphasis in uh, uh, clinical services. So basically I wanted to get to uh, the, the, uh, the couch. Well, I should say I wanted to get in front of the couch as a counselor. So um, I've been doing that in Houston and Denver and now Grand Junction in Colorado since then. Um, and I specialize in couples work which is pretty interesting. And Watch, uh, watch out, watch out. So, so, oh.
0: Some of your most regular clients are also on this call with you, I think,
2: right? Yeah. <laughs> my, my, my pro bono clients. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, my wife, Jessica, and I actually, we co-own our practice because she is a therapist as well, which is pretty awesome.
1: This is like She's a fantastic. Fraser Crane situation, you know. That's true. It's true. Fraser Lilith. and
2: Lilith. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, Whoa. yeah. It's almost exactly like that, actually. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, do we you just end like, up like we just...
1: throwing out like analysis of each other? Like you know, you're totally uh, uh, deflecting <laughs> on me right now. Like, well, you were uh,
2: projecting on no. me uh, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's what we do all night. Um, no, we we keep it uh, we keep it pretty tame. I would say we might have a better vocabulary for mm. what we're dealing with, but uh, we still have to muddle through the same emotions, just like all you other, you know, peasants, uh, psychologically <laughs> speaking. So. <Yeah. laughs> You plebs. Um, yeah. We still have to work it out just like everybody else. Got it.
0: And then there's me in the middle of this. Um, whew, my story is weird, but uh, I guess what you need to know about me is, uh, whew, how do I even describe where I've been? Now I yeah. spent most of my, I spend most of the last 15 years um, working as a teacher at a residential treatment center. Mm-hmm. And then when I hit the wall of the point of like no, no further, um, I pitched a billionaire an idea about making a podcast about the soccer team he owns and he gave me a job and I ran away from teaching and I started <laughs> making podcasts. And then, uh, and then when things got hard, the billionaire fired me because I was taking too much of his money. And so now I'm trying to do it on my own. And, uh, this little project that we're doing is actually a result of me trying to figure some stuff out and doing things on my own. But, but right now I professionally make podcasts. So, um, so that's kind you of, you need to us. tell
1: us like what, cause I, you threw that out there and I, and Josh was nodding, but I feel like other people might not be nodding when you say you were like a, what, you, what was it? Like a residential, how did you call so, it? So
0: residential treatment center
1: yeah what does that so mean?
0: do you remember when you were in high school and there was that kid that was uh i don't know a handful let's say that and then in about you know 10th grade he disappeared <laughs> knows where he went. Yeah. what happened to that kid was he was uh he got into the you know the um the correction the correctional like. Uh, system and he uh, probably ended up at a treatment center, probably in Utah actually. A lot of Californian kids end up in Utah. And they live in these, uh, these schools. It's like Harry Potter, but instead of uh, spells, it's the F word. Um, and they have... <laughs> And then they have, and they burn and they go to, they they live and they go to school there and they burn through teachers like crazy. I didn't have a, I don't have a teaching credential, but I ended up teaching because uh, they needed teachers so badly. I was a counselor in the, you know, I was Mm -hmm. like a supervisor of the kids and Mm -hmm. there was an opening for teachers. And they're like, we'll take anybody. And so my, my general studies English degree was enough for them to make me a math teacher. So I oh, taught yeah. math there for three years. Dude, you should have called me. I
1: would have been like, i did. I did. called you, you a
0: lot. Do you remember this? this is what I did. I called you a lot. Actually. No, I mean, I, I, yes, I, I know.
1: I mean, you, I, I knew South what Con. you were doing. I was, this is for yeah. the audience, but I was just, yeah. um, well, I mean, my my feeling like watching you go through it, frankly, was like. This is like a really tough job, obviously. But I mean, it is like this is the Lord's work here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, this is. I mean, you're trying to rescue these people. They do not want to be rescued. Mostly, it sounded like. This is me reflecting back on what you would tell me. You know. So yeah. like that's. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of respect there. It's just, just it's for a, like making the attempt.
0: It's a whole thing. Yeah, it's just there's no there's no real good way to package it up and like say this is what it is. And I would say for the most part, a lot of those kids were only there because people could make money if those kids were there. And that kind of bummed me out a lot. In fact, that was one of the the factors that like kind of like I can't do this anymore. There were kids that really needed the help. Um, I do think that there were kids that fought it, but because they were there, they didn't die. I had to be like, perfectly yeah. honest. I think that was a big part of it, but, um, but yeah, I got through, to, I mean, we got through to some of them. I don't know. I, as a, as a teenager, I needed with well, the interaction I needed was with, you know, young adults, not parents and not teachers. And like mm-hmm. being only 10 years older than them, I think was a good thing. And I think they actually responded to that. Not saying that I did, but like, I think that was a good situation for a lot of those kids. But yeah, no, it was, it was. I mean, to be frank, it was a nightmare, but it was also kind of like a nightmare with a purpose. And it was kind of like, you yeah. know, you're wading through this with these kids. and But it just, it did, it hit, I hit the wall completely. Like I was like, I can't go one more day. And I had this crazy opportunity and I, it ended up working for me. So I got yeah.
1: No, I mean, exactly. You're- but you're like going into the depths. I mean, like, uh, I don't want to go overboard here, but like there, there is a lot of scammers. There's a lot of like um cynical stuff that goes on in that, you know, but I remember, I mean, you were you were doing your best, like being creative with the kids and like, you know, probably giving them more of your energy than most most people were giving them.
0: Well there were a lot of people there doing that. And that's one of those things like, uh I I feel like there's a lot of great people there. Um, just recently, there's been a, a couple documentaries, um, specifically one with like Paris Hilton, mm-hmm. and they paint they paint a picture of like the the staff as these monsters. And I, I for one, no, I was literally at the one that Paris Hilton was at. I was she's she's the same age as me, so she wasn't there when I was there. But um, um, but I was there. I know with the program and I know how upsetting it was for people like her to be there. Um, I do kind of like I don't. I know that she didn't see what was really happening when she was there and no teenager could. I, there's no way I would have handled that well. But anyway, yeah. So not, this is obviously not about this, but it's uh, But you can learn a little bit more about that situation. It's not good. I don't think that like, you know, I'm not – it was hard. Um, I'm not exactly proud of the fact that I was part of it, but I'm glad that I was there and not somebody who mm-hmm, mm-hmm. did worse things. So I don't know if that makes any sense. But yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So um, – <clears throat> So anyway, that's a little bit more about us, because you got know what you asked for. Um, yes. <laughs> um, some of the, a little bit of the prep that I asked to do, to do today. Um, I had uh, I had your kids answer this question. I actually made you guys go and talk to your kids and have them answer the question specifically. Um, what is it that they think that you do <laughs> for work? <laughs> Um, Cause I think that's a funny thing. Cause I think that that's maybe a little bit of the, um, that's, that's a little bit closer to what we're, um, you know, as, as dads, we're trying to define ourselves, which is kind of what we just did right there. Mm-hmm. But the people in our lives, sometimes we don't understand how they see us. And I think that like answering this one specific question, I think is, is pretty interesting. Here's, here's one from Adam's kids. Um, so you're going to hear oh, wow. Adam talking to his kid here and then the answer to this question.
1: Okay, so my question is, when I am working, what am I doing when I'm working?
0: You're seeing what to do for people.
1: What am I doing when I'm working?
2: You're seeing how many people are buying from the store.
1: What kind of things do I make?
2: Stuff for the
1: store place. Do you think it sounds like a fun job or not? What do you think?
2: I think it sounds pretty boring.
1: When I go to work, what do I do for my job?
2: Um, you see see people want to
0: kiss you or hug you.
1: Nice so it's so specific she knows the ins and outs clearly
0: well so i guess that that's kind of that's kind of the thing that i wanted to um to kind of point out there um so this is something you've been doing for 15 years this is something you do every day this is something that you you make sure that you're doing spe- specifically so that that kid has food in her mouth every day yeah, yeah. does she does it, do you think it matters at all what you're doing uh i mean here's the thing so i think
1: so my my dad he had his own business. He started it pretty young. And he, it's like it's like a windows doors cabinetry. So it's like a real it's like a physical building where like products come out of the building, you know, and then you can see like oh they they designed it and they built it and here it comes and like we can go to the house and see him install it, you know. And so I knew what he did. I knew what he did. For me for me, I mean I don't know, they know, so I, I didn't really get into it, but for the this tech company that I work for, I'm a kind of a data guy. So like data analysis, I graduated in math. So, you know, the kind of, uh, we've, we've talked a little bit about it. Like I'm showing them like, look, charts and graphs, you know, I really love that kind of stuff, <laughs> that kind of stuff, nerding out, data viz, <laughs> uh, you know, infographic <laughs> stuff. And so I'm like, here you go. You know, you 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 see this in your math homework. You know, this is what I do for all day long. Um, <laughs> but you know, I mean, they kind of get it. They know that it's related to like a, a website and like. Um, but I I don't know. I feel like it's a little complicated for me. Like as I'm thinking about. Um, When I was thinking about my own dad and he was like, I know he owned the business. It was his, you know, his thing. It was like physical. It was kind of, you know, I don't know. And I'm sure it was really mundane also because I'm sure he had to deal with like budgets and like lawyers and like you know, accounts and bids, and he probably was doing like spreadsheets, just like I'm doing spreadsheets, you know, because he was, because that's, you know, what it means to be the owner of a company probably. But, uh, but for me as a kid, I was like, Ooh, this, is, you know, entrepreneur, like, real, like, this is cool stuff. You know, this is really cool. And so, I I don't know. I wish I, I wish they thought what I did was cool, but maybe it's not cool. You know, (laughs) maybe I can just acknowledge that. Like, I think it's fun. I think it's cool, but you know, it it takes some, uh, you know, you got to get used to it, I guess. I don't know if they could, if they said to me like, Oh, I want to be, I want to be just like you. Like, I want to do your job. Same as you. I, I, I don't like like I I think some people would be like, Yeah, that's great, son. I'm I'm honored. You know, I knew I was hoping you'd say that. I I don't know if I would say that. (laughs) I mean I would (laughs) I'd be like, Are you sure about that? Maybe you should like look around and just double check uh before you say that.
0: Not to like keep pushing on that. But like if, if your dad like can say like if we switch places, like if your dad at 40 was talking about you and what you understood, do you think he would have wanted you to be in his footsteps, like doing what he was doing?
1: I mean, there was that family business thing, right? So it was a family business. I worked for him for a while, like doing blueprints and stuff. I mean, before that I was working, I was like sweeping up the shop, doing like, I was uh, doing the, since we've been up sawdust and stuff. So I worked for him on and off around there. And so we did, we did to kind of talk about it. Like, you know, do you want to take this over? Do you want to, do you want to take over this business? And I mean, looking back on it now, I'm thinking, why didn't I do that? Like I could have, like maybe it would have been in like much more satisfying life. I don't know. Um, it would be different. The reason I didn't at the time is because I was like, I can't, I can't just take this on as a boss's son, you know, like I just don't respect that. Um, Hmm. I mean, I could have learned the business. I mean, this is not, this is not the first thing, first time this has happened in history, but it was like, I I needed for myself to have a little bit of, I built this myself. I got this myself. Um, and so I, I kind of did my own thing. Um, but that's the road. Not taken. I'm not. I'm not sure how it would have ended up, but probably fine. Yeah. You know, probably fine. But but at the time, I was like, I got to do something for myself. I got to I got to yeah. go my own path.
0: Yeah, interesting. Um, here's one from uh, from Josh's daughter. Here. Oh, we know this one. Here you go.
2: Um, I think he, Daddy does therapy. What's therapy? It's like um, where a therapist helps people if they'd have if they had a hard time as a kid and those people are called <laughs> clients <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's awesome
2: that
0: is awesome
2: <laughs> so
0: so how, how does that make you feel josh
2: <laughs> I, i'll be honest man uh just to get get real gushy um Anytime I hear Eloise's voice to that, that's my middle child, Mm -hmm. my uh, seven-year-old. And I love hearing her voice. It is so sweet and it's so different than how she acts during the day. Um, (laughs) So it feels so good in general. Um, And that's that makes me feel pretty good because I try to explain to them the best as I can what I do and why it's important and why I can't hang out all the time and and play and all that and so yeah man that feels that feels awfully nice right down on my insides so that's tender uh, and she
1: knew like what you did for the cl- <laughs> for the clients for the uh, clients well, yeah the, the
0: thing that stuck out to me the reason i put, i chose that one uh your wife she put up your wife put up one from each of your kids i'm just choosing one of them to throw up there we could listen to this the whole time we'll, we'll do that's a different show Sure. But, <laughs> but the reason i put that one up is cuz the way that she described what you do is she like focused in on something pretty specific she says she helps He helps she helps people that are that had
2: a hard, time, are a hard time hard time in childhood or they're a kid or something yeah, like that like
1: yeah kids
0: it's just a
2: big bird to pick up on there. Yeah, <laughs> She's already thinking like, yeah, Go somebody's right going to help me. Somebody's going to help me when I'm older uh, so. because of what my parents do to me. Yep. She's, like,
0: <laughs> she's, take, she's taking notes. It's, it's all there. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, man. No, that feels super good, though. I, it's, it's not the easiest thing to, to communicate to your kids when it comes to like the psyche and that. So I'm, I'm proud of her. That's awesome.
0: How does that conversation happen? Like when your kids, I mean, have you you explained like what's happening to them at all? Or they just, is that literally just stuff she's picked up from like
2: hearing your conversation? No, no. I think she'd listen to most of our conversations uh, and just kind of wonder what the heck are they talking about? Who are (laughs) these people? But I think, um, yeah, I just have to explain it to them because sometimes my kids will be like, well, exactly. Like I said, like, why can't you hang out more? Like, why can't we? And I don't work tons. If I told people how many hours I work a week, they would think this guy's, you know, total lazy bones. But um, yeah. yeah, So oftentimes that's when it comes up. It's like, Hey, I can't, you know, I've got to work today and, but it's important what I do and my kids buy it for the most part.
0: Um, Do you think that when you were a kid, do you think you're dad saw that uh, a little budding therapist in his house? Is that something that-
2: <laughs> no, no, actually. So from the age of like, um, Oh eight, I was really into the idea of being a pediatrician. And like, I just said that all the time. Cause I loved kids. I really loved hanging out with like kids a lot smaller than me. And I remember just like laying there reading the comics one Sunday morning mm-hmm. and, uh, I was probably not just reading the comics. I was probably reading the insert um, parade magazine, <laughs> you know, which is for like adults. And I just had this thought, like, I want to be a pediatrician. So I would say up until even college, my parents thought, yeah, he's going to be a pediatrician. So that's um, what they would have been focusing on. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So there was, there was nurturing in your future, whether it was with a, with a vaccination or a. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I think they or, saw that coming. I had it. I had a, I had a way with people. Uh, I had a way with kids. Uh, I don't have a way with kids anymore, but, um, I'm pretty good with adults. (laughs) So that's pretty cool. (laughs) What's your dad do? Uh, so dad is retired. I mean, he's at the, he's a ripened fruit. He's at 78. He's 78 right now. So what he did do was, uh, um, it seems to actually kind of relevant to this conversation. So he got a degree in graphic art and it wasn't yeah, yeah. until like years later that I actually got to see some of his old portfolios and I was like, whose is this? And it was yeah. my dad's stuff from college. Yeah, I was like, wait yeah. a second. I thought you worked for the state government, like the the state yeah. of Missouri. And he's like, yeah, I did. I, you know, I, and, and so basically the, the story is, is that, you know, he didn't think that he could support uh, a family on a, you know, an artist's wage. And so He just went this super practical route of, you know, working for, uh, the state managing print shops for all the paperwork and documents, you know, the state would need. And, um, so that's what he did all his life. Wow. Wow. Yeah.
1: (laughs) You know, it's interesting. There's like, but so many people make that, make that jump at some point, either like immediately or like eventually. I mean, Mm -hmm. so I went, I got a math degree, but, you know, I went into like, it was, I mean, there's lots you can do with a math degree, lots of branches. When I got out, I had no idea what I was going to do. And so like, I just kind of stumbled into a, a finance job. Um, but then you like you know you talk her around the, you know this corporate headquarters and you're like oh you're a psychology major oh you're like a biology major you know and they're all uh-huh. working in like the finance group of a company right because uh-huh. there's way more finance people than there are biologists um, and so they find their way yeah. to a place that they can support themselves but. You know, like that's that's another show there, Ryan. Put that on the list. Uh, like, it's on that, yeah. <laughs> when crushed. were your dreams crushed and you, <laughs> you know, came to grips with our, uh, <laughs> you know, work a day life?
0: Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Um, just to so continue this conversation, I don't want to like cut everybody off, but let me let me just uh, let me play the one from from my daughter here. Here we Let's go. See what she says about me. All right. What do I do for work, Caddy? Uh, you.
2: Fix bad thing things that aren't um good parts in podcasts
0: <laughs> oh, wow. so that one that one that one kind of took a turn there because it sounded like I was a superhero there for a second and then <laughs> 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 I fixed bad things that are in podcasts so. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 quali- that qualifier really really did. Oh, <laughs> darn. It really kills it a little bit but uh, but um one of the reasons why i brought this up like i want to do this is like something you said in the last episode josh i think it was like or someone you guys said it was like how we're home and like our kids are watching us what we're doing right now yeah. like i literally never saw my dad at work never um i mean i ended up going to work with him once i got old enough to be ex- my labor to be exploited but um, you know, he was a contractor and things like that. So it wasn't, and he really was adamant that I wasn't going to be like him. Like he didn't like really? his job enough that he, he didn't want me to do it. So, um, but yeah, I had no idea until like, until I went like, especially when I was six, I had no idea. He, he just left in the morning and then came back at night and he was, you know, tired of math. So, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> which I think, I think, I think had, had my situation been a little different, like, like from last year, from a few years ago yeah my kids i didn't really talk about like i'm not going to talk about like the kid trying to stab mm. me with a pencil to my three-year-old yeah. daughter you know it's like so
2: <laughs> which was like uh, so my, my
0: job changed a lot I, I mean they do know a little bit more about what i do now because i let them listen to the things that i do they had yeah. no interest in what i'm doing um i could have played like I, my my boys when i answered that question they were like they were just one word answers and then i'm like does it sound like something you want to do and they're like no, <laughs> so I, I guess I was, that was That's kind of uh, you know. Although their 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 uh, alternative is just Fortnite, so I don't know that. that's <laughs> very realistic. I'm gonna have to step in and be a dad about that at some point. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think that it's interesting to me like that idea of like you know I spent all this time trying to like be somebody, trying to trying to do something, trying to like establish myself, trying to like, get my name out there. You know, mm-hmm. this Fuquay. Hey, hear about this fuke you know, like I stuff, and my kids have no idea <laughs> what that is at all. They have no, they're, and they're the ones that like have to like, you know, I don't know. It's such a weird, it's a weird, it's such a weird di- dichotomy of just like, you know, being a parent. is so, It's so crazy when you really, you know, get down to it. It's just crazy.
1: Well, you know, like back when, I mean, this is hundreds of years ago, or, you know, you had a trade kind of based on your family or pretty much. You know, right. you're either like out in the fields or you're in the blacksmith shop or whatever. And it made sense for you to follow your father. Like your last name might even be like what you do. Um, now, I mean, some dads really th- want their kid to follow them. Some like <laughs> some some don't want their kid to follow them, like do better or do something else. I I I, I kind of feel like there's so many cool things out there. Like even among us friends, we have like a diversity of, of, uh, professions and like, Oh, you know, just go, I I would say to them, my kids just like, go after it, like whatever you want to do, go after it. I think there is some, you know, be reasonable because you do want the other nice things in life. And some of the jobs out there require a lot of sacrifice that maybe you don't want to make. So Think, think about what's a job and what's a hobby, uh, Fortnite. But, you know, like... <laughs> but, but like, go after it. There's lots of cool stuff out there. It doesn't have to be what I'm doing.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's one of those things. Like, when I was going to school, like, I kind of... Anytime my dad would suggest something, I'd do the opposite. That's why I ended up, like, barely doing anything in college. But I was so adamant about doing, like, a business degree or whatever. and uh, Or law school or something like that. And, you know, I, I never really... I don't know if I was just because I was trying to like push against what he was telling me to do or whatever, but, um, <clears throat> I never like went after things that I wanted to do because I knew it would be pushing, like it would be less practical. Right. Mm. And so like, you know, think about those guys in school that were doing like, uh, you know, some of the art degrees and some of the mm-hmm. weird ones, like I had some roommates, I had a whole bunch of roommates that were film film guys and I had yeah. a whole bunch of roommates that are graphic designers. Yeah. And, um, you know, then I had, a, I had, you know, pre-law and pre-med people and stuff like that. And the thing is, is that all the guys that have like the real jobs, like the real ones, the lawyers, the doctors and the, um, you know, all hate their jobs and always ask me to make podcasts about uh, (laughs) fantasy football because that's all they care about (laughs) anymore. And the guys that were like graphic designers and film guys all do the craziest, cool stuff. And they just, you know, it's all about, you know, finding that, that spot. So I think, you know, I wish I could have been a little bit more. Like, follow my dreams, even though I kind of, I don't know. It's it's a weird thing. But I like to look at my kids and like, am I going to, like, push them in a direction that's going to make them sad or happy? Accountant.
1: Uh, <laughs> sorry, no offense to any accountants out there. But that's what comes to yeah, mind. All- <laughs> the ultimate yeah. practicality. Accountant degree. But-
0: Oh, for sure. But I mean, that's the thing. I think there's, there's, there's finding, finding like some value in where you are and like that kind of stuff. I think that's interesting. Um, I I feel like that was a really good way to get to know you guys, like just to like hear what your kids think about you, how you define yourself. And then, you know, contrast it against how your kids kind of define that thing that we just tried to, you know, Mm because we always define ourselves. Like, what do you do? You know, like, in fact, if I ask, if I see somebody, if I meet somebody for the first time, that's the first question I ask. But yeah, it's true. um, A lot of times. Um, Do you guys watch Ted Lasso? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that? The, 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 this is the, the inspiration of this i get a lot of inspiration from watching tv that's like my thing but you know the 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 retiring soccer player is like i don't know what to do i've only been this oh, and yeah then, and then his girlfriend brings his ne- niece in front of him it's like who is this and she describes him and it's like you know uh-huh. super sweet nothing about soccer and it's like yeah like we spent all this energy like mm-hmm. trying to like you know build up this thing that we think we are. And the reality is, is the people around us don't even see that. And it's crazy. So I've been trying, I've been trying to be aware of that. You know, I think that actually helps me become, I don't know, a little bit more well-rounded. If I can be the, if I can focus on the things that my kids see, maybe I can be a better dad, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I think about that, like I'm, I'm way more inclined to tell my kids, like, just don't starve and be happy at your job whatever that means or whatever job checks those two boxes. Um, I don't think I had that same perspective before, but honestly I see way too many unhappy people to tell my kids to, you know, just kind of commit to something out of practicality or whatever. Like Mm. no way. I mean, as, as, as cliche as it is, like I I think life is too short and you might as well spend it. Like if you're going to be doing that thing, whatever, four to eight or 12 hours a day, like, it better be fulfilling you at some level. Otherwise, you know, I'll uh, see you back in my office in 15 years.
1: <laughs> you know, the other thing that's different now, and I it, I kind of feel like I would give this advice out to my kids too. It's like that, um, and this is probably this, this change probably happened before we even entered the workforce, but it's like, just be super flexible. I mean, and don't feel like you picked a, you picked a major. So you picked a job mm-hmm. So you're going to go all the way to retirement on that job. Right. Cause it's likely yep. not going to happen. Like there's going to be that major may not be your job and that job's not going to be your job forever. You're probably going to be changing. Your industry might be gone. Like who knows what reasons you might, but like be willing to branch out to something new um, and take on something new mid midstream. Like don't hold on too long because you there's lots of, of great opportunities out there um, that you wouldn't you know that weren't pre-planned um, and mm-hmm. you might have to you ha- might have to make a change out of necessity you know keep putting food on the table but like you might you might make a change just because like now I know what I love it's this thing I just heard about <laughs> and I'm gonna do mm-hmm, something yeah. about it now.
0: Yeah. Well, it's funny. It's funny to think like if I had done the opposite and I don't know if I wanted to do this, but if I had your parents tell me what you guys did for work, you know, that, that, that answer would have been pretty interesting too. My parents would have (laughs) no way. They have no way to understand like what I've ever done for my job. (laughs) They do know my lawyer brothers, they can tell you what exactly what firm they work for, what they're doing, blah, 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 blah. But I have, they have no context for what I do for a job so i kind of like it that way so maybe that's good or bad but um um, (laughs) but let's 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 move on from that i wanted to i kind of the theme that i kind of got as i was putting some stuff together here was like kind of like well you know we spend all this energy like trying to be who we are and trying to push that you know and then like the little things that we've had to do you know have changed the way we are one of the things that i've seen As I've like, you know, grown up with my friends and things like that and, uh, you know, seen the, the changes in life, um, the documentation of that life change is pretty drastic, especially the one specific there's one specific moment. And I think this is kind of more now that that uh, that we have uh, that most people put all of their their photos on uh, on social media. Um, we have this, this documentation of this moment that happens. And that's the the last photo you took before your first kid was born. <laughs> um, because I think that there's something about that. There's the, you can see that you can see the change because basically, and, and now that people are all on, on Instagram the whole time, you can see this, like, like my brothers, you can see this. Um, I'm a little bit, I'm old. My first kid was born before Instagram was a thing. So you don't really see that, but there's definitely a the thing. It's like, here's all the things that I was doing and now here's 500 pictures of my baby. You know, it's like there's a very stark line, obviously that, that line. Yes. And so I wanted to go, I wanted to go explore that moment with you guys here. So I had you send me some pictures, or at least mm-hmm. so, and obviously this is a podcast, so it's hard to do this. We're gonna have to describe some pictures. So I'm gonna I'm gonna share in the screen real quick right here. All right. Yeah. So I asked you to send this send the last picture you could find before your first kid was born. And so, Josh, um, mm-hmm. yours is up at the top of the list. So you get to go first here. So mm-hmm. so describe this picture that we're looking at here.
2: You set me. OK, yeah. And I wish it was like the hour before birth, but it's weird. There's just like this big gap in the documentation of my life. Like I checked with my mother in law. I checked with everybody. So this is actually probably. Um, oh, let's say like a, within a year of my kid being born. So we are at, um, we were in Houston at the time and we, I think we're at a church party. I'm almost positive. It we're looks at like a church, church party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's about right. And, um, I'm noticing some things here. So number one, um, Jessica and I are together <laughs> versus what started to happen as far as like serving and helping out at church is that we started spending less time together, which I think is a really interesting thing, right? Yeah. And, and a frustrating thing for sure. like yeah, to, I look back at that picture and and can I still recall like feelings of what it was like to be connected to her in that way. And then kids came along and all of a sudden we started having very different experiences on Sundays like very different like i i might be coming off of some kind of like really positive experience like man sunday was great today and i just see this look on her face like no it was not (laughs) yes and we are going home and you know um so so that was something and then the second thing i'm noticing is like like fashion wise i feel like i cared more Looked like a church, you know. Like, I probably didn't wear the same tie every week, I probably wore different shirts, but now it's just like, nope, same shirt, same tie. Uh, you know, I've I've got other things to think about in the morning. So, yeah.
0: Well, you guys, you guys do look pretty great in this picture. It's a good, yeah. I mean, there are some. I haven't seen, I don't think I've seen your hair like that since then. I know, sure. man. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I used to just buzz that and then I yeah. would grow out a little bit. But yeah, I think, I, maybe, just got, I think
0: maybe you figured your own hair out a little bit better since then. Maybe that's one of the things <laughs> that have
2: evolved. Well, last. that back then was laziness. It was like it's too humid in Houston and yeah. all, all the eye, uh, hair product um melts out of my hair by 10 a.m so let's just start clipping that baby so i think that's what happened
0: (laughs) well it's a it's a pretty great part of that
2: oh shucks (laughs) we're we're scrolling up we're getting
0: we're getting to here's oh
2: engagement picture okay so
0: yeah this
1: is i mean i I feel like i kind of broke your your setup here because i mean although it is kind of technically true because I could have picked a, a one closer to the to the first kid time period, but honestly, I didn't have a, I mean, I didn't have an iPhone until after my first kid was born. So, like <laughs> finding any of the pictures from before pre iPhone is. It's it's like BC, you know, like it just it just doesn't exist, right? Yeah. Um,
0: so, so this photo we have, we have this young couple that are yeah. smiling, looking directly in the camera, and they're this is our you know, yeah, this is our wedding. Is it a
1: beach? This
0: is yeah engagement photo.
1: It is engagement photo. Um, yeah, I'm not trying to imply that our first child was born shortly after our <laughs> engagement. Like, I mean, I know
0: it was close, but
1: <laughs> no, it wasn't that close. Um, uh, at least seven months. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so <laughs> the yeah, I mean, we had another one of our friends was this was down in San Diego where I grew up. Um, took our engagement photos. I think we might have just barely got engaged. And said, while we're together, because she didn't live there, she was just visiting. And we got engaged and said, like, let's do it while we're here, because we were going to spend most of the summer apart and then get married in September. So it was kind of, you know, it's it was kind of a little bit of a whirlwind, like um, engagement because we were mostly apart. And then and then we got married and immediately moved out. And we were just like on our own. And I think that's. That, that's what I've actually really loved is just being on our own. Right. Like there's kind of like on your own as a family, but there's also on your own as in just a couple. Um, and so we used to talk about like when, after we had kids, we would talk about people who didn't have any kids as, Oh, they're single. Like, <laughs> right. like, they're, like they're free, you know, or whatever, like un- unencumbered. Um, mm-hmm. They were not actually single. They they have each other, but um, it was as if, uh, you know, no responsibilities. So yeah, we love, I loved, I loved that, t- that period. Um, honestly, it didn't, it didn't last all that, all that long. And, um, and it was certainly a transition afterward. Like, uh, and uh, anyone listening to this podcast already knows that. So, so um, yeah. But I don't know if I would want it to be any longer, you know, like it was fine that it, that it moved into a new phase. Um, but it did, it kind of felt like footloose and fancy free in retrospect, right? At the time it, we were like, we had the, the stresses of life, but, but after kids, it's like, that's nothing, that's nothing.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I remember those days. I remember this 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 moment here. Yeah, Do you no still have beard. That shirt. No beer. <laughs> I'm like,
1: dude, I might. Dude, I got way too many clothes from college. It, that's kind of shame. And I'm like, still good, man? Still good? It holds together? Still Why good.
2: Not? They're comfy. Not gonna, <laughs> nobody's watching me wear it. I can wear it's, it around the house all I want. Exactly. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, those were good times, though. So mm-hmm. I guess here's here's my here's one of my pictures here. No, it's, right. uh, I got you it's a picture
1: like you're in, a senior in high school or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so this is a I mean this is a post wedding pre kid, but this is this is like literally the last picture I have before the kid, the, my first kid was born. Um, and what strikes me so much about this is I had the time to uh, sit down and make a stencil with like a bunch of intricate little things. And I was like proud of it. Like, I don't know. It was funny. It's just that I can't remember having like that kind of, uh, time and energy. So yeah, like I'm standing in a, I'm just, I'm holding up a stencil I made that I would use to like spray paint t-shirts with, mm, but it's like this wave right. and it's all intricate. And mm-hmm. I don't know, it took a long time. It took a long time and definitely like, well, that's something like started, stood out to me now. I was like, cause I was like, if I could, how long would it take me right now to like, to the, to, to, um,
2: to recreate that. And I just don't think that i right. be able to finish that right now. Um, yeah. I mean, that's like time intensive. I'm looking at that and that's, I mean, yeah, I don't we just, yeah. I mean, I
0: remember making, it. I made it like one day, but the thing is, is like sitting down for like that much, many Mm-mm. much time, like on yeah. <laughs> interrupted to like just do whatever I wanted. It's right just, it's bizarre i just don't yeah. know like, this doesn't exist anymore so mm-hmm. yeah that's that's me um i have another picture here that i that was actually like in the same the same time frame but it's a picture oh you have the shirt oh still. no <laughs> way yeah you I just
2: oh, i just my oh,
0: gosh. i like i
1: stepped off and uh, found my shirt literally the shirt oh, that, oh, the, with no the blue way. from the stencil that he just put on the picture that you can't see but yeah, I've got the shirt right here. Still good, man. Still good. It Still looks good. It
0: still looks good. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna wear it tomorrow. Actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe we'll put it on right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I posted up another picture because I'm I'm an overachiever. But the, this last picture here is a um a picture. Uh, it's uh, from a it's from a bike ride, which that's why it stuck out to me. Like this is maybe the weekend or two weeks before my the first kid was born, um, but. This is me and my wife going on a, me and Jolene were on a bike ride, which mm-hmm. literally haven't done since this moment here. Oh, and also the other on. thing that struck me is that like, if you look at the picture, it's like a picture. It's like four frames of the same picture, but yeah. it's a, it's this camera that I used to like take everywhere with me. Is and, that the Loma? Uh, yeah. It's the, it's the super sampler is what it is. Uh, but yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a, <laughs> but, but that's just the thing. too, it's like, it's, there's another weird thing. Like uh, analog photography is something that I didn't, keep up past this moment. But yeah, it's like these weird two little things that were like, just not in my life anymore. Wow. And like, I didn't had I not like seen the, the the difference. Cause like literally every picture for the next, you know, 10 years is just little babies. So it's crazy. So that's, it's, it's kind of, you know, your, your, your life kind of hits that, that there's a, there's a, there's a, a, a point. And I don't know if you go, like, if you look at your, like, you know, friends, Instagrams or whatever, um, you'll see that moment happen where it's like, here's all the weird things they do. Here's, here's the, here's the hamburgers they're eating. Here's the, here's the mm. hype they went on. And now here's 700
2: pictures of a baby. so, oh, that's it's so like, true. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I can't even think of the last time. Well, it's like you were saying last time, Ryan, like, um, like music wise, like that used to be you you were like my go-to as far as that went, like, and you would even like proactively be sending me stuff, right? Like that was just this other creative dimension that was a an aspect of you, right? And uh, and so seeing those pictures too reminds me of like how I thought of you with you know your photography, and uh, I totally forgotten about the stencils. But, anyways, it is interesting how all of a sudden we get a little bit more. What is the word? Like streamlined? Like all of a sudden our creative stuff kind of gets clipped off and then we are defined by these little, you know,
0: <laughs> well, I think of the like, things, th- I mean, even this, what we're doing right now, it's like, you know, we're doing it at 10 PM. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a yeah. lot of yeah. right now. We're still yeah. like, we're getting to the end. We're, we're wrapping up here, but like it has to be, it has to fit in a, in a spot that isn't used. You know, it can't be, it can't be a priority. You know, hmm. like I, I live in a neighborhood that's a bunch of young married couples and like, you'll see them like, there's kayaks on the other cars and they're like, you know, having picnics and stuff like that. They're walking, you know, they're walking down the street holding hands and stuff. <laughs> and it's like, you know, who are these kids? Like, what do they even think they're doing? What They don't even know anything about life, but it's like, they don't know, know what's coming, but you also they don't, don't know want to be coming. that like, like there's a, that obnoxious part about like, you know, being a parent, like saying, well, this is what life is. And you don't understand because you're not a parent. Like, yeah, yeah, whatever. That's, that's, you, you made that choice. Dude, no one forced you to be a parent. Sure. But it sure. is like, you know, talking about like defining yourself and like who you are in your own head. Man, so much of that changed when, you know, that moment changed. And I, I think that's, that's a pretty stark reminder of like how you may not feel too much different than that person that's in those photos. But man, your life changed a lot. And I think that's, that's. Hmm. Uh, you know, for better or worse. And I think most of it's for better. But I think that they're the, kind of one of those things that we're exploring totally. in this is that, like, yeah, maybe maybe at the expense of some good things. And maybe there's there a way to find a way to bring some of those good things back? And I think that what we're seeing is that, you know, anytime – and Adam, you brought this up last time. You're talking about, like, I want to show my kids me doing things I like because I mm-hmm. want them to have the opportunity to discover some of these things. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I think that's important. And I think that maybe, like, you know, I didn't have that as an instinct for, you know, last – you know, my, my kid's about to turn 13 and it's like, or 12, I don't know how he is anymore. Um, it's a long time, it's a long time, but, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, yeah, I'm one of my, one of, you know, Shep turns 10 tomorrow, you know, it's like, uh, wow. there's, you know, that just in that, in this last, it's like, when did I spend time? You know, I always was thinking about it. I was like trying to like, you know, read up on whatever is cool things like that. I think I have a, mm. you know, I've got like a skateboard sitting out right behind me. I just got that out of my eyes. Like, you know, there's things I want to do and try to keep in my life, but it's like hmm. none of those have been able to be like, they've never been able to be forefront. Like they were in those moments, you know, those, those fleeting moments that, you know, we stood there, you know,
1: you know, but not then, knowing
0: that-
1: I feel like <clears throat> the, it, this might be supernatural. Who knows? We're like three people on mostly the same stage. So we don't know, but like, You kind of go, you're going to go down in the depths. You're going to go into survival mode, right? When you're in survival mode, like you cut out the peripheral, right? But then as you come out of survival mode, you're like, you're going to, you're going to add back in, right? And it's going to have like a new depth to it. And, um, because maybe now you're going to enjoy it with your kid, You're gonna start doing you know like new things maybe but you definitely go into survival mode for for a period there and i think you know think about it in in the alternate scenario right like you have a kid but like it doesn't phase you you know like Mm -hmm. you're still you're taking off you're doing your thing like you're not helping you're not helping out you don't respect that guy right you don't respect that guy that's like (laughs) yeah yeah you know i'm not going to your game dude i'm going golfing or whatever mm-hmm. right like you don't respect that yeah. guy, and so like as much as we lament um i think we're starting to come come out of survival mode and we're thinking like time to add back in right time to uh to get interesting again um but yeah i wouldn't do it in another way because like then you're really missing uh, the literally once in a lifetime opportunity that does not return. Mm -hmm. Right. That does not return. You can return to skateboarding and like art and all sorts Mm -hmm. of things you can return to, but you cannot return to your kid is three years old um, or 13. Right. Like that's not going to come back around.
0: Which is, yeah. So like, can you take them on that, that journey with you? So. You know, hmm. and I, I think that that's you know something I'm not that great at. I think I think that's one of those. Uh, like I, I have this I have this thing where like I I am reluctant to share things with my kids because if they hate it, it's gonna kill me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have this this one thing like um, like my whole life, my whole well, my whole like young adult life. I had this uh, idea that like I wish that the Aquabats were around when I was a kid because I would have loved that, right? And, um, and my, uh, and so, you know, sharing that with my kids and having them not care about it when they were little was like devastating to me, <laughs> you know, I got, they didn't want to watch Yo Gabba Gabba, which I thought was the greatest thing that ever existed. You know, as a 25 year old, when I that came out, I'm like, I wish I could have made this. I wish I could have had this when I was a kid. I wish I didn't have to watch Sesame. You know, like this is the real thoughts that I had as a human being. Like, I wish I had these as a kid. And uh seeing them them like not care about it, like just oh. <laughs> it just kinda oh. it killed me. But then like uh, actually Josh can Josh can speak of this, I took the kids to an Aquabats show and it changed mm-hmm. their uh, it changed their mind. Josh showed up too. We 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 had a, a moment. The last actually it was the last concert I went to was Aquabats. Uh, and,
2: yeah, uh, yeah you so, kids love that. That was awesome. Yeah,
0: they did. And they my my kid was wearing an Aquabats shirt today. So that that, that made me, you know, that makes All me right. uh,
1: mission so. accomplished.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Anyway so let's uh, let's wrap this up. Um, I don't want to keep you guys too late because I know you got responsibilities you have to wake up for I did uh you know because of our the format that we're using we can uh, throw these song we can throw some songs in here so I wanted to one more thing I wanted to kind of hit here on this some of the, one of the ways we discover music now is through our kids and I wanted to point out some of those so I asked you guys to, to send me some songs that uh, that uh, you discovered listening to music with your kids so in my head that was something that I probably wouldn't have hit if I wasn't uh, I wouldn't have stumbled into if it wasn't for, you know, listening to something with my kids. Um, Josh, you sent me a song here. I want you tell me what song you chose for this.
2: Yeah. So um, my, my Spanish is a little bit rusty, but I think, um, I think it's, yeah, it's soy yo. So um, it's by this band called Bomba Estadio and they're from uh, Colombia and they, they just do, I mean, You'll hear it, but I mean, they're, they're super unique. It's really funky. Like it's really beat driven. Um, it's, and it's a fantastic song. So we found out about it because my, my daughter Eloise was just reading a book about I think one of those kids books that has like a a deeper meaning of like accepting yourself as you are. And that's essentially what Soyo is like, I, I, I am who I am. And the video, if you, if you have any way of linking that, like the video is just as good as the song.
0: Yeah. Well, here's a, here's a little taste of Soyo here. (laughs) Dang, <laughs> I did pull up the video when you
2: sent that to
0: me. it is, it's uh, it's intense. So, it's yeah, awesome. It's, it's
2: so good. So it's, uh, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So if you're listening to this on Spotify, um, you were able to hear that whole song together. If you're not listening to this on Spotify, I had to, I've, figured out a way for you guys to hear this. But um I'll also put a link to that video in the show notes so you can find it there. To be uh, fair,
2: that's like that's like <clears throat> the top of the pile and I lucked out with that song, but within that pile of stuff that I heard with my kids would be like Jojo Siwa, which, you know, <laughs> we're just not even going to talk about that. Yeah. And then like Perry Grip, like these little oh, like yeah. ear earwig like What's 60 second yeah. songs,
0: the burrito. Oh my song, gosh. Right?
2: Breakfast burrito. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's one of them. He loves no. burritos, but so yeah. I'm, I'm grateful for this, this, uh, yeah, that's this little prize. It's
0: good when they find one that actually is like, Oh, this is a good mm-hmm. song. You, know, and you yeah. tell him like, this yeah. is a good song, but what about uh-huh. this one about Fortnite? No, that's not a good song.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but it's- yeah. And I'm <laughs> such, I'm such a snob when it comes to music. Like my hardest thing is like, faking interest in my kids songs when i really Mm. really don't like them like that's a labor of love right there a labor of love so
0: yeah speaking of labors of love adam why don't you tell me about your song (laughs) dude (laughs) Uh, i'm
1: gonna stay in uh, south america i guess (laughs) the song is called let me take you to rio I have no idea who, I don't know who like this person is that made this song. It's from the movie Rio. I don't even know if my kids have seen that movie, but somehow both my daughters knew that song and they put it, you know, that's one of those ones. They know the name of it so they can have Alexa play it. And then, you know, it's just one of those songs. My girls, both of them love to dance. And so music goes on, they want to dance. And so this is for dancing. And so, I think of it just as like, I dance, daughters dance, nothing better than that.
0: Another um, i've only ever heard this song on the dvd player in the car i've never actually seen this movie but i've heard that song
1: a lot of times <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, I mean as far as things in the pile i certainly could have put anything from frozen anything from moana you know yeah. like but yeah yeah you know, it's cool it's It's cool enough for me and I'm a dad, so it's dad level Mm -hmm. cool.
0: Well, there's, there's some of those, I mean, obviously the people writing those songs are, you know, you know, pro songwriters, but when they do hit one, that's like, Hey, there's some more to this than just trying to get kids to like, you know, buy toys. Like it's Mm -hmm. fun to find one of those, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so here's, here's mine. Um, this comes from, uh, my, my daughter's, you know, I think, I don't know, it's not unusual for a girl to have an obsession with Taylor Swift right now, um, but I'm so hardcore, I never allowed myself to listen to Taylor Swift. Um, but I've gone through this thing where, you know, I've I've spent a lot of time listening to it because when I'm driving her around specifically, those moments mm-hmm. she's like, she's, you know, yeah, well, I I always let them pick what they want to listen to, you know, because I'm like, I'm not gonna make them listen to one of my podcasts and I'm not gonna make them, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm not gonna make them listen to Rage Against the machine while we're driving to ballet or whatever. Um so you know, I let let it so I have them pick up her song and she always, 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 is always Taylor Swift. And so um the other day um we were driving and I just had it on the Taylor Swift Spotify, you know, this is Taylor Swift playlist and the song, The Man came up and I was like, well, this is, you know, it's, it's about, it's kind of about her addressing like, you know, her life as a woman and, you know, trying to push that, you know, that, that identity around and like, you know, this is what I'm, you know, it's, it's a big, it's some big ideas in there. And I look in the rearview mirror and my seven-year-old daughter is singing every single word, including, like, <laughs> including the little, the, the, the swear word in the middle of it. You know, she, she's like, ah. she talks about how you think, you know, like, if I act like this, you call me a bitch. And if you call, if you're your man and you call like this, you're, you're great. You know? And like, my daughter's like saying that it doesn't even mean to, but I'm like, these, these words are like, I'm like, should I be mad about this? Should I not? Whatever. But I'm like, you know, it's like, you know what? The thing is like, I'm. I'd rather her internalize this than, you know, I don't know, Taylor Swift is a, you know, she's a, her own thing and whatever. But I'm like, I'm glad that this, like my daughter found this thing. And I'm like, I was, I'm really impressed. I don't know, I've, I've gone on a Taylor Swift Renaissance myself. I've like, this is like, you know, <laughs> I've, I've gone, you know, some of that stuff she's been doing lately is absolutely incredible. And I'm on her side with, you know, trying to find her way back to owning her own music, you know, which is a crazy journey she's been on. But here's a song that my daughter can sing word for word, even the questionable part that, like, I probably <laughs> <laughs> didn't show before if my wife saw her. I'd I'd like
2: again. If I, was a man, I do,
0: I do really like that the, um, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of empowerment in women and women-led music right now. And I think that that's mm-hmm. important. Um, I was listening to um, an interview with Phoebe Bridgers, which she'll end up in some of these playlists for sure. But she was talking about how she couldn't have been an artist in 2002. She couldn't have done it because there weren't, women weren't allowed to do that. They weren't allowed to be like emotional. And because, you know, not that like anybody would stop them, but you think about like the women that were doing that, like Hayley Williams from Paramore was like, she was, an, you know, annihilated for doing what she was doing. People hated her. She did have a good, you know, but it's like, you weren't allowed to be Chris Caraba, but the woman, you know, you had to be, hmm. that was, that was only for Chris Caraba. You know, that was only mm-hmm. for Dashboard Confessional. You couldn't, there was no, but now Phoebe Bridgers is you know, she's a better version of that, you know, but that didn't exist. And it's kind of crazy. And I really like that. Those kind of things are happening. Taylor Swift actually is kind of on that. I think she spent the beginning of her career trying to be, she's trying to be that commercial success. And now that she realizes that that's all just a bunch of crap, she's just doing what she wants to do. And she spends that time trying to empower kids and girls, you know, to, to feel the way she feels about herself. And I think that's, I think most, most of it's pretty positive. And I really, you know, that's one of those like, I'm glad that she was listening to that. I was really excited for. Her. It's not my favorite Taylor Swift song, but it was one that I discovered through Hattie. Through Hattie, I wouldn't have listened to it on my own.
2: Sure, huh? Yeah, it feels good. I mean, it, whether especially if they're like dancing to um, empowering songs, like even that. It's not my favorite song by any stretch, but uh, that fight song song by that. Oh yeah, whatever. On, like yeah. Like I have, I have secret footage of my daughter on the front porch when she thinks nobody's looking like screaming it to the houses on the other side of the street. And that's just, I mean, beyond just it's cuteness. Um, I loved it. I was like, I think she's going to be okay. You know? Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I have my, there's music's a weird thing and this is obviously something not to jump into as we're trying to cut off of this, you know, in the middle of the night here, but, but, uh, you know, music was a big deal in my house mostly because my parents hated it so much I hated, I hated it that. and so i had to fight so hard to like listen to what i wanted to um i don't know if i need to be giving that to my kids but it's also like i could never have listened to a song that was like you know in your face empowering and like you know i i never listened to rage against the machine out loud in my until i was like in my 20s you know i was always in headphones you know so mm. But like, mm-hmm. my, like, yeah, like you're saying, like having your kid on the front porch, dancing her heart out, like that's, I I'm glad that that happens. And I'm glad that this, you know, you know, I think, I mean, obviously as a parent, I need to make sure that they're not going down weird paths, but I do think that like, yeah, who am I to say, like, I still found rage against the machine when my parents tried to close everything down, you know, it's like, sure. so I'm glad that my daughter found, you know, yeah. a woman who is trying to express the fact that she is happy being a woman, you know, like that's something I'm, I have support and I'm glad that she's,
2: she's been on that. Does she, is she in the Shania Twain yet? Like, man, Um, I feel like a woman.
0: uh, We haven't gone, we haven't gone that, that direction yet. She's, she's very particular. She's like, she's definitely like in that. I listen to this and this is only it, you know? So I tried to like Mm. push her in different, different directions,
2: but. So she's um, not a real woman yet not yet she's, she's
0: not, <laughs> not yet. Okay. i mean it'll be there it'll be there i was trying to, uh-huh. i was trying to push some alanis on her because alanis oh, <laughs> i don't know that's another one like like think about like alanis like how she was portrayed as a as mm-hmm. you know in doing the same thing that everybody else was doing but she was a woman and so it turned her like the 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 anyway but yeah that's like i still think it happens obviously still happens but i think that there are there's an avenue for people to be a little more positive with their, right. you know, and be treated a little bit more humanely, I guess I would, right. So anyway, but yeah. Hey, well that was a, you know, this is a fun conversation. Obviously like this, I look forward to this all week and I, I've spent a lot of time doing this. Um, I, I want to make sure you guys get, I, I kind of bombarded this one with all the ideas I had. I kind of like, uh, I had this, this idea for a while for these, this, 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 um, but I want to make sure you guys in the future have your input on what we're talking about. So um, with that though, I'm going to tell you what we're going to talk about next week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Awesome. <laughs> um, next week we're going to talk about food. Oh, good. Cause I think that's a big part of being a dad.
2: Oh man. So, we just made a killer dinner tonight. So I'm, so, I'm well, all well, about that.
0: So I'll give you some, some things to talk about, but if you have anything else you want to bring into that, like just, uh, you know, let me know, put it on the dock. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. talk about it. Um, but yeah, um, I do think that that's one of the ways that I've found some, uh, some expression in my, in my life in the last decade plus is, uh, being able to cook and eat and things like that. So obviously it shows on that my body.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not that I'm
0: trying to be like weird about bodies, but like, you know, that's something mm-hmm. thing we're
2: trying to teach my daughter.
0: Mm. <laughs> but, uh, but I do feel different. Like, you know, that, that picture, I'm, you know, I, uh, anyway, that's a whole different thing. <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ryan, your body is exactly where it's supposed to be.
0: Oh, that's, thank you. Thank you. I needed that. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime. Although my knees, my knees need to need to know where they need to be. They feel like they want to go somewhere else that I don't <laughs> go anymore. um, <clears throat> so anyway you guys thanks for thanks for joining me tonight this is uh this is a good time um any anything that we forgot to say any last words
2: no i think that was see you next time um yeah my (laughs) my 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 cup is full as always (laughs) so i'm glad (laughs)
0: I hope, I, hope, I hope that we can use this as a snapshot for like, you know, the next 10 years. And like say, this, remember this moment here? Remember how dumb you were back then? No. <laughs> remember you thought you had it all figured out? And uh, this is when real life started. It was after this moment. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, yeah, that was the beginning of something new or the beginning of the end. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what the, happens. Uh-huh, uh-huh.
0: Well, you guys have a good night's sleep. Okay. Um, have a good week. Um, Listen to some good music, uh, eat some good food, and
2: -hmm. uh, let's talk soon. Okay, sounds good. But yeah.